and welcome to a very, very special edition of the Luton Town Supporters Trust podcast. We are here outside the town hall. I'm Kev, obviously. I've got James. I've got Tony with me as usual. And I've also got the voice of Luton Town, Simon Pitts. Gents, it's a stupid question, but how are we all? Absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. Brilliant. Delighted, knackered, hungover, (laughs) all of the above. Yep. It's kind of been an emotional seven days, really, hasn't it? I mean, you know, the Burton defeat. Will we, won't we? Can we, can't we? Will Portsmouth, won't Portsmouth? Then in the end, it's just all worked out perfectly, Simon. It certainly has. And the daft thing is, just working out the uh, the figures behind it all, the point against AFC Wimbledon turned out to be the point that won us the league. You know, 91 points and the goal difference we had was enough. Um, I just wish we'd known that at the time because we went through the agony of that week, the Burton defeat, and then uh, relying on uh, results elsewhere to win the promotion. And what a fantastic day it was uh, yesterday with the, the winning against Oxford and the championship. Yeah, we'll come on to that in a, in a short moment. But Tony, we've had the presentation evening since we did our last uh, podcast. There was kind of doubts going into the night will it be ruined won't it be ruined but it was just a fantastic event oh it was absolutely brilliant it was packed out everybody enjoyed it and uh, all the awards were fully deserved by the recipients and uh, I, I, what for me was, was a great moment was being able to present that award to Gary Sweet the Kevin Catlin uh, Memorial Trophy for outstanding contribution to Luton Town. Get me breath back. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I had a few practice goes, James. Um, That, and and, I mean, how Gary took that. I mean, when he came up to the stage, the look on his face, I thought he was going to kill me. But um, no, he's very modest about that. And he said to me that, you know, he didn't deserve it because he felt he was in his dream job. But... He does deserve it. He's worked so hard since we've known him. I mean, both me and you, Kev, have known him for quite a few years. And he, you know, he eats, drinks, sleeps Luton Town. And this award has been a long time coming to Gary. And I, I, I can't thank him enough on behalf of all the supporters. How hard he works and what he does has been brilliant. But yeah, it was right. It was a, it was a cracking night. Let's just quickly cover the awards night, James. Um we gave our player of the season, each of us, in the last podcast. Um, I think Jack Stacey was a, a really worthy winner in the end. I think so. I mean, I am amazed he didn't make it into the Airfield Team of the Year, quite frankly. I'm amazed that quite a few people didn't make it into the Airfield Team of the Year, to be honest, because uh, they bloody well should have. Um, Luton finished top as champions, uh, and they only had two players in there, whereas Barnsley had five. I mean, it's, you, know, you know, whatever, it's... it's that's a small victory for them the big one was that Luton won the title yesterday so um, uh, but Jack Stacey is just a phenomenal player he just runs all day up and down uh, so many of Luton's goals involved him it was the old classic Shinny Stacey Collins goal scenario and James Collins has got a lot uh, to thank James Stacey, uh, Jack Stacey for and Simon you hosted our um, presentation evening awards on the night for Andrew Shinny Pelly Ruddock and James Justin, Shinny, the player's player of the season. I think there was a little bit of a surprise in the room, but a f- fully well-deserved achievement. Certainly was. I mean, every player that uh, won an award deserved the award. And they were also behind him several other players that could have won the award. Um, you know, it was one of those where, you know, you plan for the event and you think, oh, yeah, I think so-and-so might get something. or And that this year, I hadn't got a clue, you know, until I was told who'd won them. It, it was just unbelievable that you, we'd got so many players are putting such good performances this season that you could have literally picked two or three players at least for every one of those awards that were given on the night but that shows just what a fantastic squad we've got this season absolutely and that squad topped up by George Moncur in the in January window Tony and he walked off with the first award on the night the goal of the season award cheeky chappy fantastic goal and well another well-deserved winner 
Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. He's, he's a brilliant character. And it was a cracking goal. Although I spoke to George earlier today and uh, I think he agreed with me that the goal at Accrington was better. But a well-deserved goal, well-deserved win, a fantastic performance that night and that was the icing on the cake. It absolutely was. And then, of course, well, the week just got better and better and better. I mean, gents, Tuesday night, where were we? How were you celebrating? Were you anxious? Were you nervous? You know, Peterborough went 2-0 up. Happy days. Portsmouth came back to 2-2. Oh, shit. And, you know, Simon, I mean, you know, where was you, where was you following it? How nervous were you? I was really nervous. I was at home. Uh, I didn't watch it. I'd got it on refresh on my phone, but I was also getting messages from other supporters. They were coming through quicker than I was finding out about the goals anyway. As you say, 2-0 up with Peterborough, you think, yeah, long way to go. But actually, you'd have, I was hoping that at best we'd get a draw, Portsmouth-Peterborough. And then when the Portsmouth got it back to 2-2, without knowing what was going on, you're thinking, do you know what? They've obviously got the momentum. They're going to get this. They're going to get to 3-2. And then, of course, Peterborough made it 3-2 and then you're just waiting, nail-biting. I'm walking around the house, I'm doing things, I'm trying to take my mind off it. Uh, every time the phone goes, it's like, oh no, it's not a goal, it's just something else. And yeah, it was an incredible evening. And, and as soon as it was confirmed that we were promoted, you know, there was a small bottle of bubbly open to celebrate because that was, that was the relief. That was just the knowing that we'd crossed the line. And as I said, it was, it's t- a long time in coming for me for the end of the season. I thought it could have been done earlier, should have been done earlier perhaps, but hey, it was done and boy did we enjoy it afterwards uh, James I was following it on my phone with one of the sort of score apps and it actually flashed up Portsmouth 3 Peterborough 2 so to say my heart skipped more than one beat was uh, wrong but I mean how was you following it I was in London um, at London Scala with the boys from Transmission watching the blinders uh, and it was a blinding gig and, uh, they... and there's a story actually isn't there yeah well they um, they were playing Brave New World uh, at the time that the message came through on Twitter that um Peterborough had beaten Portsmouth and so we had our own little Luton celebration in the corner of a blinders gig and I don't think a lot of people in London really knew what to make of it really but uh, um, it, yeah I mean it, there's lots of things you couldn't write about these I mean people say you couldn't write them you could I suppose that's what writers are for but uh, it, it was an exceptional night yeah if you couldn't write them you're in the wrong job mate um, <laughs> Tony your thoughts when that result came through uh, brilliant um, I watched it well I didn't watch it I, I was at home stretched out on the settee having a cup of tea I didn't want any beer or anything I had a long hard day at work I was refreshing it on my phone like Simon and you just know, you, know, you just had that feeling when Portsmouth pulled it back to 2-2 I thought oh no they're going to they're going to win because they they'd been certainly having the rub of the green in their last few games you know some of the goals that they luckily got away with um, but when it came through the relief, I was dancing around the living room. I think I accidentally kicked the cat. Um, <laughs> but it, it, it's turned out brilliant. But there's one thing I want to say, one thing that I am really glad of, is that Barnsley didn't win yesterday and we won yesterday because it's meant that there was a clear points difference between us and we didn't win it on goal difference. And the whole campaign from Luton has been conducted in fantastic style and panache. And... We, we are well worthy winners of, of, of that title. 
Well, Simon, let's come on to yesterday because, I mean, it was just a fantastic day. And actually, it was helped because Portsmouth lost, Sunderland lost. So we were promoted. There was none of this, oh, can they overturn 1,400 goals and all of that nonsense. You know, we were promoted. And what a fantastic day it was from start to finish yesterday. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable, Kevin. I think the key thing, as you've said there, was it was guaranteed. We didn't have to have any doubt over goal difference or silly results on the final day. We could go there enjoying it. We'd got the P by the Luton in the league table, which is what I've said to all other friends that are football fans. I've said... I'm not celebrating until we've got the P. Um, we got that Tuesday night. We could enjoy yesterday. Um, the pressure was off. They could enjoy the match. The players went out. The early goal, I mean, that just helped tremendously, didn't it? And the the, uh, the atmosphere within Kenilworth Road was superb. Another great free kick from George Moncur. We spoke about, you know, the one earlier. Um, and it just went from there, didn't it? But then, then again, of course, not being Luton doing it the easy way, 2-0 uh, up, comes back to 2-1, but then we're hearing scores from Bristol Rovers and that makes a bit of a difference. And, you know, we wrapped it up, Bristol Rovers won it. And yeah, as uh, it, uh, Tony's just said there, winning it by three points just adds that absolute cherry and icing on top of the cake. And, uh, you know, we, we were winners but we needed a 20-game unbeaten, 28-game unbeaten run to do it, and that shows what a heck of a competition League One's been this season. Yeah, I mean, James, if you could script yesterday, it was written how it was, really, wasn't it? Well, it was scripted excellently. I mean, I, I, it was a magic day for me, even to the point of um, so many. Everything went right, even to the point of I was walking up towards the Kenny up um, uh, Hazelbury Crescent. Uh, as I usually do, I was listening to some music as I usually do, and um, the Stone Roses. This is the one started playing as the old girl came into sight, and it was sort of a magical moment, really. And you get in the ground, and it's just rocking like it's never been rocking before. Helped, yeah, like like Simon said by Monker's early goal. Um, he's making a bloody habit of that, and he and he nearly scored another one as well, which I thought was in. Um, and it was a really good game actually because Oxford came to play, so. Um, uh, maybe it would have been different if if it, if it was uh, Luton having to win that game to go up. It might have been a bit more nervy, but just it was party time the whole time. And then from about twenty minutes left to go, um, everybody knew. It, uh, you know, once Monker scored that goal, I mean, I lose track of the timeline of it, but you know, Monker scored that goal, and then um, just the stadium erupted with some sort of noise that I didn't really understand or know. And I thought, oh, something's got to have happened at Barnsley. It did, obviously. So, um, yeah, to to, to to go up with a clear points difference is is so deserved from this team because it's just the best football I've ever seen uh, in Luton Township. Tony, we were both in the crowd. These other two were in the press box. But that uh, that feeling of enjoyment when that final whistle went was something that w- will live with all of us for a long time. Oh, yes. Um, I think, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to, to have been through several promotions already. But there was there's something special about this one because of what we've been through over the last 12 years and to, to as, as Mick put it redemption for him just I, I was so pleased for Mick and just a relief amongst everybody because you know one or two of the supporters that I, I sit with were really nervous um, just going for the title now if it had been we had to win to get promoted I'd dread to think what they've been like but it was just everybody was full of joy and, and, and it's fantastic and long may that feeling last you know there was a young lad who sits in front of me a guy called a little a kid called Finley and he was up celebrating and I said to him look drink this all in savour it and remember it because it doesn't happen very often if you talk about script actually yeah. and Mick Harford is so much of that script really because um, 
you know, I've said about wh- how it was when I was walking to the ground, but to actually finish off uh, that um, the day, I stood in the same press room that I stood with Mick Harford 10 years ago. And I've said it on this podcast before, it was the worst moment of my football covering career ever. But, uh, I've never seen a man look so devastated. Um, so for that to happen 10 years later, to come absolutely full circle... And he says redemption. Nobody ever, nobody ever blamed him for that. But he said another word, which was it was a fairy tale, and it was because you don't get these things often in football, uh, and you may may not get them for a long time again. Everyone's going to enjoy the championship, but what's happened in the last two years is just beyond anybody's wildest dreams. It's just phenomenal. And the reception he got when he came out of the tunnel before the game kicked off was spine tingling. Yeah, hairs on the back of your neck stuff, and we were expecting it. We, you know. <laughs> we know what he's done for this club and what he means to people and even here like we've just seen the presentation party and um almost as many people that were in the kenny if not more were here in, in luton probably a bit more because there were people like packed up the side streets and stuff just trying to get a look of what this team's done and you know what what mix managed to get over the line um it's just a, a credit to him and credit to the team credit to the club really and Simon, one thing Luton fans know how to do is party and you was involved in the middle of it in the director's box after the game when all the fans were on the pitch. I mean, that must have been a fantastic honour. Yeah, incredible honour. Um, you know, I didn't really know until just beforehand that it was happening like that. And, you know, it's a privilege and an honour to be doing everything uh, related to Luton Town Football Club in the commentary. And, you know, I've said it from day one, I'm a very lucky guy, and I'm, but I am a fan with a mic. And it was amazing to look out on the crowds on the pitch and to interview the players, you know, fantastic achievement from everybody involved at the club, from the players to the back room staff to Mick personally you know everybody that's been involved during the course of this season's played their part every little part helps and uh, that really has completed the jigsaw puzzle for this season and the the promotion and the championship of league one 2018-19 just fantastic day fantastic I don't know about lucky Simon but he certainly looked dapper today <laughs> making me feel very very scruffy <laughs> Actually, after um, Saturday's game, we sent James along to uh, get the reaction from, firstly, Mick Harford. So please welcome him onto the pitch, our promotional manager, Mick Deserved over, over the course of 46 games. I thought the players throughout that season have been magnificent. I mean, without going on about the records, the 28 game run, uh, highest scorers uh, in, in the division, and just an overall a fantastic all round season and a magnificent effort by, by what I call a, a, a really top bunch of players. I, I was asked by Gary, uh, my remit was to take care of the team. I'd been, I'd been uh, involved in the process of recruiting the team. So I knew I knew the characters of most of them, but I've got to be honest with you. When I got working with them after two or three weeks, I, I realised I realised that they were they were different. You know, they, to me to me I, I believed we uh, we had a group of winners. We had a group of, of, of players who who could win games, and obviously they've gone on now and, and won the championship and uh, sorry the League One championship, and and now they they are champions, and I'm absolutely 
100% thrilled for every player, every member of the squad, uh, the football club and, and all the supporters. It's a, it's a brilliant, brilliant achievement. To the, to the fans of Luton Town Football Club, you, you've, you've surpassed all my expectations in terms of the way you supported the team, not just today, but throughout the season, away games, the support has been immense, absolutely massive. And obviously, when you come down here, it's an absolute fortress. We, we, we're unbeaten at home this season, and that's some kind of record, you know. It's, it's, it's massive, and, and it all contributes to us being the champions. Yeah, we stood in this room, probably the darkest day for the club, probably, probably the worst days of many people's lives uh, connected with the club. Could you have imagined that a decade later you'd be standing here in such rich, rich you, you, success? Honestly, you couldn't write it. You couldn't write it. It's an absolute dream come true for me to have some kind of redemption, uh, to, to get the club into the championship and the way we played and the way we did it. it it's, it's, it's a... It's a it's, it's just it's just fairy tale stuff, you know. You couldn't write it, and it's a dream come true for me. Uh, as, as I said, I was I was honoured to, to to take the role as caretaker manager, and I thought that's what it was, and it, it, it went on and went on, and no one would have believed what's happened here. It's, it's such a such a fantastic story for the football club I, I, and for me. In all fairness, for me, it's it's a, it's a it's amazing, and it's 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 wronged a few rights, and, and it's righted whatever you want to call it, you know. Hey, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's redemption, yeah. You go back to the, the regular job now of uh, Chief Recruitment Officer. Are you going to miss any of this? I'm going to the pub first. <laughs> oh, yeah, before I start thinking about uh, recruitment. I'm going to miss it. I'll tell you what I will miss. I'll miss days like this because, I mean, these, do these days don't come along very often. It's packed, uh, packed Kellenworth Road and you've been in the Championship. But the biggest thing I'll miss is being in and around the players. I love being amongst the players. I like being the way they are. I like being around them. I like, I like their company. I, I, I like, I like just being around them and, and, and being part of it. And, and that's what I miss because they're brilliant bunch. They're, they're, they're absolutely top class. And after James had spoken to Mick Harford, he caught up with the match winner on the day, George Monker. I can't put it into words how good I feel and how like unbelievable the day is for not just the players, the fans, everyone, the staff, everyone involved, like I mean yourself as well, it's unbelievable. So I just can't wait to get back in the championship where this team belongs and hopefully we can uh, yeah do well in that as well. It's the best feeling in the world, like it's it's hard to explain as a footballer when like times, sometimes you're getting hammered by fans, but I've come here and they've done nothing but sing my name, sing my praises. So I've got to take my hat off to them because they've been superb with me so far. Hopefully, I can carry on doing well and they won't be on me back. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I can only say good words about it and I'm, I'm grateful to be at a club like this. To be champions of a team like this as my first one, you can't really write any better. You guys have been at the top of the division since uh, January, but was there a point in the season, and I'm thinking probably Portsmouth, you had a long knee slide there. At any point during that slide, you're thinking it's on it? Yeah, like I think that game got us five clear. So it was a big moment. But once we've been at the top we ain't come down so I knew from that game and the games following that that we had the quality to get up and obviously we've shown it and we're champions it obviously went to the last day which is unusual considering that points you scored record breaking season all this type but I guess that's that's just the quality that there was in this division yeah there's so many good teams like I think I've seen it all like this year where you see a team flying they can get beat by an underdog all the time so it's the same in the championship. I remember that with Barnsley. Like 
we've beat teams. I remember Aston Villa. We've beat Aston. Like it's been, it can anything can happen in the, these leagues. So I just think that if we get off to the start that we can do, and we've uh, shown through our, our, out the season, we've got no trouble next year. This, this squad's got championship quality. Then. All day long, mate. Yeah. And also the players' player of the season, Andrew Shinney. Great day. Doing it on the last day at home in front of all our fans is unbelievable. I love going into work. It's it's been a great season. Obviously when football's difficult it's it's hard to go into training, maybe it's down, but the whole season the place has just been up, smile on their face, great camaraderie between the team and I'm just a, a joy to play with them. Yeah, mix mix done brilliant and I was delighted Mick took it because I think he quite likes me so <laughs> I was happy Mick got it but he just he didn't change he didn't change much he just wanted us he knew we're a good bunch of boys and we know how to police ourselves and we know the way we play and the way we train and nobody in that changing room would let the standards slip in training it wouldn't when the old manager left and might have, people might have thought it would have went downhill but no one in the changing room would have let that happen but especially Mick he was the best man to come in at the time great decision from the board and you know what Mick is he's a legend he's got respect the boys would run through brick walls for him he gives you that feel good factor and I'm absolutely delighted for him at this time last year with promotion confirmed and the celebrations all beginning the question of players was what could you do in League One and I think the to a man everyone sort of said we can challenge um, obviously championship is a different proposition but what do you think about what this team what this squad can achieve well obviously we're going to have a new manager coming in who will have new ideas but we can achieve what we want if we if we get ahead and work hard let's be honest it's, it's a big step up it's going to be we're not going to go up there and it's a bigger step up probably going into the championship than going into league one from league two but there's some great players in that league there's some massive budgets massive wages and stuff like that but we've got a great bunch of boys here we've got a great way of working not a lot of teams even probably in the championship have the sort of structure we have our club the way we train and work and recruit players so I'm sure we'll be ready first day of the season next year but it'll be, it will be a big step up but with successive promotions under your belt as well you've got that sort of to take you into the next next season in terms of consistency and, and, and to the togetherness and all those sorts of things yeah, I mean, momentum's a massive thing and we had it coming out of the league into this league. Although the start was a bit difficult, we were playing well and once we got on a run, it was hard for people to stop us, especially the way we play and everyone knows each other's roles. The team was quite settled and next year it's going to have to be the same and it'll be difficult because there's some big clubs in that league but what have we got to lose? Do you know what I mean? We were in League 2 a couple of seasons. Last season we were in League 2, we came up Got, we've won League One. I mean, we didn't even win League Two, and we've came straight into League One, and we've won the champion. Some massive clubs: Sunderland and Barnsley, Portsmouth, Charlton, like massive clubs, and, and we've come out on top of the pile. So, as I say, we're going in that season with no fear. Some big clubs will be coming up against where we will probably be underdogs in the games, but that suits us fine. We're we're happy with that, and I mean, we played Chef Wed over a couple of games, and they've got a great squad, and we more than matched them. I know it's the cup, but. I feel like if we go in that league, play the way we can with the confidence, we'll give it a right good go. I'm going to have a, a break for a few weeks and then I'll work hard on off-season, keep myself in shape, fitness and stuff, and come back and hit the ground running in pre-season. And obviously I'm playing a different role, which will suit me, and hopefully in the, the championship it will suit me as well. It's obviously nice stadiums and people try it. We'll 
most games probably teams will fancy beating us so they'll come out and play open football against us and it suits us so um, I can't wait for next season and it's great to be a championship player again Okay chaps so let's bring it on to today I mean on just well a truly fantastic day for the town James It's times like today that um, I mean I was proud of my town anyway I I love being a Lutonian Um, but it's days like today that, that really bring it home like what how central that this football club is to this town and this one's pretty special and uh, the amount of people that that came out today was just electrifying just to see that and it's it's sort of that there's so many people that wouldn't have been able to get in that ground yesterday and they wouldn't be able to sample that atmosphere so to come here and have that um was going to be great memories for young and old and there were young kids there absolutely buzzing off the fact that before the players even came they were just showing the goals from the whole season and it's great to see that so i'm a sucker for a sporting montage anyway so uh just just an absolutely wonderful bank holiday may bank holiday weekend um and i'm sure there are a few sore heads everywhere yeah you're talking someone with um one of those um Music, fantastic carnival atmosphere down in St George's Square. But Simon, Tony, you were both you both started the day at the football club. Just describe the scenes as the buses came through the town, and just your experiences of the day, really. Yeah, I mean it was incredible starting from the club. Obviously, there was a trickle of fans in the area. It was great to see everybody out of their houses. There was young and old, males, females galore, lining the streets as we came around through Berry Park, and then just coming uh, as far as under the bridges near Sainsbury's. You know, loads of fans across the busway. Just incredible to see all cheering, all on their phones, videoing us going past. But then to actually come to the square here and you sort of saw the crowds on the side on the pavements and then to see the square itself, I mean, just standing up on that bus filming it, you know, that'll be a memory that will live forever because the, the, the thousands of fans that were here in Orange and decorating the square and it was just amazing that the, the great feeling that is around the town because of the football club right now is just incredible. And, you know, I've, the infinity for me is with the club. It's not with the town as such, but you feel a part of the town when you see something like that. Um, you know and it was just incredible just amazing and I can't wait to look back on everything and uh, soak it all up really because at the time you, you're just looking and you're in awe you're in amazement of, what, of what's going on in Luton Town to, to be on that open top bus was absolutely fantastic and I totally agree with everything Simon has said um, it, it was just absolutely amazing a, a wonderful experience and there were two things that I, I, I thought were great was as, as the buses were going through Dunstable Road and then down into the town, all the cars that were sounding their horns and people waving and everything else. And then when you looked up and you see the regular buses coming the other way and they all had Luton Town League One champions on instead of their destinations on. And I thought that was just brilliant, absolutely brilliant. And There's been a few of those yeah. nice touches, haven't there? Yeah, because been, the, um, been, the highways team put something on the, the new electronic signs as you come into the town on the night that um, Peterborough did us a favour. Uh, but this was one of the motorway as well and it's yeah. just been great touches from everything hasn't it, really? no, it, it it's been truly wonderful I mean you know this is my hometown I, I, I grew I grew up here and you know I, I was only away for the town from for 12 years living in a different part of the country but this town is a special place the community everything the way everybody's pulling together now is absolutely fantastic and uh, I think over the next few years you'll see this town go from strength to strength and uh, there's one other thing I think and, and Simon might correct me on this if I'm wrong 
Um, I firmly believe that Luton Town will be the first club to go from the conference all the way to the Premier League. Might not happen next season, but certainly I think within the next four to five years, I think you'll see us in the Premier League. And here's just some of the highlights from what was a fantastic day inside St George's Square. Like when Tuesday happened, I was sat in, I was sat at home watching Sky Sports News in my boxers, and I was just thinking, it's actually happened. And I'm shouting. I live in a block of flats, and I'm shouting. And I think people can hear me outside. And I'm on my own, and I'm loving it. Do you know what I mean? And it was just unbelievable. I couldn't believe it, and I couldn't really get over it. But today, seeing all the fans come out, we're champions now, it's, it's unbelievable. And for my situation, I'm, the situation's been put aside because the club's been... Um, do you know what I mean? The club's now gone to the championship, and the situation I'm in is put to the side. Like It's all about, it's all about the players, it's all about the fans, it's all about the... Staff, it's about everyone now today. It's, it's unbelievable. I used to go to Brighton home and away, I used to love it. And I am a fan, I'll say to everyone that I meet, all the fans that I meet, I say, I am a fan, so I know what it's like. I know the ups, I know the, I know the downs. So I'll talk to anyone, and I like to talk to people anyway. I'll talk to anyone. And going in with the fans, it's been unreal. They love it, I love it. It's just. Mm. That's why I said I said in an interview and it cut, it's been coming out that I love football. Yeah. This is why I love football because mm. it brings people together like this. Look at that out there. Mm. That is why I love it. Today, days like today, days like yesterday, just make it all worthwhile. Make this injury worthwhile. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. we're going to go into the championship and when I'm back, we're going to be in the championship. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's a good thing to look forward to. People thought, oh, we're just going to be mid-table, mid-table. We've just won the league. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So we can say now oh we're going to do this we're going to do that but if we all stick together fans stick together everyone sticks together who knows what we can do I mean it's a real tough league and my mate Christian Walton's letting me know that it's a real tough league from coming up from League One yeah. obviously we've done the same and it is a real tough league but with this club with this team with these fans it's, obviously we all want to stay up next year but there's no there's no limit on what this club can do I don't think I don't think there's any limit so I've seen it at Brighton I was a fan at Brighton and I've seen what they did and they're in the Prem Bournemouth they're in the Prem playing for Luton is so much better because of the fans are so they're so hardcore it's like you you don't want to play for anyone else because if you go like I'm not going to disrespect any teams but some teams you go and the fans are not as good as these fans are unreal and as players we want to play in front of that you want to play in front of it when they're getting when they're getting on your back. You want to play in front of it because you know, as a player, you, you're gonna you're gonna turn it around. If they get on your back, you know you're gonna turn it around. And we have done this season. We've, it's been ups and downs, but we've all stuck together, and it's been unbelievable. One of the best feelings of my life, really. You were part of that um, youth team that got. Um taken by Mick to the JPT and out on the pitch in front of all those fans 40,000 fans obviously it was a wonderful day arguably to, today this season has surpassed that perhaps um, you've obviously made that journey from being uh, a young player to a professional to playing in the first team um, been looting through and through does it um, mean much more to you that you've made able to make that journey yeah of course me and me and Frankie have come from from that uh, we were under 11s at the time and we've come all the way through into the first team Obviously, Frankie hasn't broken in yet, but I'm sure he'll do his best to do it next season. But, uh, yeah, it just means that extra more to us and obviously to me because I'm a Luton boy and uh, I always will be. 
you were on the you were on the bus parade as well when you were after the JPT. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We somehow somehow we found our way onto the open top uh, bus, and we were loving it. To be fair, I think there's a picture of me and Frankie about flying about somewhere, and uh, yeah, it was just a nice thing to remember. Obviously, you've experienced that a couple of times now. Um, obviously, once as a young kid, but now twice as a player. Does it just keep getting better? Yeah, I mean, obviously, the club's only going one one direction now, and uh, hopefully, we can sustain it for next season. But we know it's going to be difficult, but uh, we'll do our best. They put the right structure in all over the place, don't they? At the minute, you're in the brace, which is a wonderful facility, and we all know that power court's coming eventually. When couple of years obviously but um, everything's moving in the right direction not just the football team on the pitch yeah I mean obviously as uh, I think the mayor said uh, when the club's doing well the the town does well and that's just echoes when you actually live in a town I mean uh, when a club were in a championship I felt like the town were thriving and then when we went out to the conference it felt a bit dark and gloomy but uh, now we're on the rise again is this back where Luton belong then? yeah 100% maybe even we can push into the, the upper Upper league, you know what I'm on about. Well, I mean, Gary Sweet's made no bones about it. He dreams of the Premier League and he dreams of the Champions League, so it's lofty ambitions. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you've got to set your set your goals high, and uh, you've got to just keep trying and keep grafting every day to make yourself the best player. I mean, it's happened with other teams; it's not un- uncommon. So, if you look at your Bournemouth, who, you know, at the at the minute, have got a similar size ground as as Luton, and they've made it to the Premier League, so it's doable. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it happens very rarely, but. We hope to be that one in a million team that we can do it. We, we all want to be champions and uh, we got it done, we got over the line in the end and thankfully uh, we, we've got up as champions there. I mean you played really well, as the, the game was fantastic but I mean it's almost going to be a byproduct of, product of what the atmosphere was like, it must have been incredible. It was fantastic, it was from, fantastic from the minute we walked, uh, walked out to warm up uh, to that final to when the crowd ran on at the end, it was brilliant. The whole day was a day I'm, I'm never going to forget. Never, and uh, <laughs> I was glad Millitland was there with me, Mrs. Uh, we found me, we could all enjoy it, and uh, it was brilliant. It was what, what was it like be, being so close to the fans as you are, and they all just wanted to get on the pitch? What was it like when, when that happened? Yeah, they, they couldn't wait, and I don't blame them, I don't blame them. It's been a fantastic season for everyone, not just the players, the fans, they've all enjoyed it, and uh, I don't blame them for running on, they, they, they deserve it just as much as we do, and uh, I'm, just, I'm just glad they had a great time. You didn't get to do the lap of honour, but I guess you know everything else that went with the day. It was still great. Yeah, it's, it's just one of them things. It's not the end of the world. Uh, everyone would have loved to take their kids on, take them, but it's, the fans couldn't help themselves, and they, they enjoy themselves. That's all that matters. As long as they're enjoying themselves, uh, it was all all fun, fun hard at the end of the day, and everyone had a great day. You didn't, in the end, get to keep that 25th clean sheet of the season, but you did. <laughs> get the Golden Glove award yeah. anyway so it's what 19 for yourself on that yep 19 19 in the league uh, 20 overall it was I didn't realise I had to get a trophy for it as well until yeah. I walked in after and the, some fella come up to me and said oh we've got your trophy here for the Golden Glove and uh, I was over the moon about that well, I mean um, it's, it's great everything the clubs have achieved has been record breaking season 28 games um, unbeaten an away club record uh, Colo's top goals in the Fantastic. The season. Fantastic. You guys at the back there sort of go on record sometimes, so it's a, it's, it's a very good achievement. They've got that, and obviously getting a personal trophy is not bad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's bad for me. I'll get the trophy at the end of the day, but the back four have been unbelievable. In that 28 game unbeaten run, it was like we'd score one and that's it, game, game's done, finished, complete. 
might as well go home now because uh, we weren't going to concede a goal we kept so many clean sheets it was ridiculous to be fair I weren't having much to do I weren't having much to do because the back four were so good in front of us and uh, it's a credit to them so I've, I've got to thank them really for, for, for my trophy I was going to say sometimes you're a virtual spectator but if you think back to that game at Rochdale um, I mean you, you weren't looting a point in that game because uh, it was back to the wall and some worldy saves in that game got to turn up for one day <laughs> got to do something sometime <laughs> and in <laughs> Kevin did it, just walked past. <laughs> <laughs> He's been brilliant as well. No, but yeah, the Rochdale game was, was a, a good game for me. It was a, a, a good point for the team. Uh, at the start of the unbeaten run and everything. So uh, it, was, it was a good day that for us. Any other stand-up moments of that season for you? Uh, I'm saving the penalty at uh, Wickham. It's the only one I saved this year. Uh, <laughs> So, so that was a good one and it just gave us that bit of momentum to go get the equaliser we could have actually gone on, gone on and won the game to be fair but I remember Sunderland away the atmosphere was brilliant and, and like I said yesterday was something I'm never going to forget we, we were all talking and Sunderland was one of the games that we thought that this could be on here in terms of going up and, and um, winning title because you weren't at the top of the league at that point but um, it was such a great day such a great performance particularly in the circumstances that it was after Nathan left it was a big month January the whole month was massive for us you, you look at the, the fixtures on paper they were, it was the toughest month on paper and uh, it, we just took each game as it come and I thought we were brilliant throughout the whole, whole January it led us into February where we I think we got on, uh, on top then from the South End game and just kept us in good stead for the rest of the season. Um, well, now it's done. Uh, you can look forward to summer off, hopefully, and championship football. I mean, what, I mean, what does that mean to to you and, and the club? It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Don't worry, I'm over the moon that the season's done. I think, I'm glad we got over the line. It's all done. You can relax now. But I can't wait for next season. I'm not, I'm not the only one. Uh, every, every lad in there can't wait for next season to be a part of a, a championship side. And we're just going to go out there, do our best. Looking forward to the new manager coming in. Uh, I'm sure he's going to take us to the next level. I'm sure we'll be just fine next year. It's some achievement for quite a number of players, really, that have played their football largely in the lower leagues. I mean, you yourself played AFC Wimbledon and Pelly. the Ryman Prem. Well, exactly, yeah. It's from the Ryman Prem to the second tier of English football. Yeah, it's a great journey. One I wouldn't change for the world. Uh, I've loved every single minute of it. I hope I've got a few more chapters in my book left still. So I just can't wait. Okay, chats, we're going to reflect on the season as a whole in our next podcast, but I just want your thoughts on this emotional, fantastic week uh, that we've just witnessed. James? Well, you just don't want it to end, do you? I don't, I don't want it to end. You're going to have to go back to normality in like a day or so, but you've, you've just got to, like, like we've all said before, you've just got to drink it in. You've got to savour everything. You don't know when it's going to happen again. Um, I, I really hope that it does happen like, like Tony says it does and that uh, Luton get up to the Premier League let's face it the, the people that are in charge of this club are putting everything in place behind the scenes for that to happen so it's not an unfeasible dream and you know that they ain't, uh, they're not going to chase it uh, with ludicrous money and put this club in, in jeopardy so to have that sort of security and that backing um, and know that the club are going places is uh, it's just immense and just just uh, just a wonderful wonderful weekend Tony we've gone up as fucking champions <laughs> have it it's fair enough and Simon your reflections on this fantastic week I'll keep my language for the under 18s but no I mean it's just incredible I mean it's 
it's almost becoming a regular occurrence, isn't it? You know, you think of the times that we've celebrated and, you know, promotion last year, promotion this year is it's the relief this week. I mean, you asked the question about this last seven days. It's the relief that it's happened um, and the excitement and the expectation at the beginning of the season that has been well below what we've actually achieved. I think that's the fair thing to say, that fans wouldn't have expected us to be top of the league and winning the league. We have. It's just brilliant. It's amazing. I've put on Twitter and on Facebook before that a picture paints a thousand words. I think you'd need an art gallery full uh, of pictures to explain this season for Luton Town Football Club. Guys, we've all been together for most of this week. It's been fantastic to experience it all with you. But there's pubs calling us, so uh, let's disappear. And until uh, our end of season podcast... uh, Enjoyed all of the celebrations and just look back on some fantastic memories. I left a pint to come and do this, so I want to get back to it, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> she won't right. be there now. I, could, <laughs> I, I will say one thing. It's been fantastic time being chair of the Trust. And I'd like to say that I, I've really enjoyed doing these podcasts, particularly these seasons. I'd like to say I do it with a great bunch of blokes, but I can't. No, seriously. <laughs> seriously, I've enjoyed it. And, we, and we've had some fun doing it. And it, it, it's been great. Uh, that's the end of Tony. He's not going to be here next season, but no, no <laughs> seriously, until our end of season podcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, well, enjoy. Enjoy.